This show is part of the Miles Offside Podcast Network. Visit twitter.com slash milesoffsidepod for more information. And now, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the Miles Offside Podcast, where we talk a little bit of football and a whole lot of nothing. My name is Oscar Puente, also known as Footy from Afar, and with me as always is my co-host, Chuck Bailey. The football. The football. Oh, the delicious football. Nom, 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 nom. (laughs) And also joining us sometimes, I guess, is super producer, emphasis on the super, Ian Simpson. Yeah, thank you. Here at least 90% of the time. Come on. Don't make me work out the percentages. No, no, it's boring, isn't it? All the yeah. football's done. But not all the football. There's playoffs and stuff. But Peter didn't make them, so who cares? Well, and Europa League, right? The most important of all the competitions. believe you said Chelsea shouldn't be aiming for that. I believe that's... Uh, <laughs> you said that was below you. Yeah, I don't give two shits about it. But one of our listeners almost certainly does because it's his last and only hope to make Europe. <laughs> well, they're at least no, they're in Europe next year, but it's just whether they go to Azerbaijan or not, or whether they go play proper teams. All right. Well, the season is done, gentlemen. Nothing left to play for. All the games and the goals and the fouls and the dives and everything is done. And we will get to our award ceremony. We have quite a bit to get through today, but we did want to start it off as we usually do with some rapid, rapid, rapid fire news. Our top story, Liverpool, third most points of all time, have won the Premier League. 97 points, gentlemen, one of the all-time great seasons. Can you believe the drought is finally over? They came in only behind, this is the third most points of all time, mind you, behind only Manchester City from last year, best team of all time, 100 points, and Manchester City from the, from, oh dear, oh, it <laughs> seems to say it's from you, this year. Do you want year. me to record scratch that off? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my, it seems Liverpool have not won the league, <laughs> despite scoring 97 points. But they only lost one game. Goodness gracious. Heavens to Betsy. Heavens to <laughs> Betsy. Yes, it comes as no surprise to anyone, considering we're going to record, release this four days after the game has happened. But yeah, Man City done won the leagues, innit? Well deserved. Well deserved, genuinely, like they were the best team. The table doesn't lie, unless it's Man United last year. Or Burnley every year. they're the outlier the exception that proves the rule they are (laughs) it's horrendous but yes what a season it's been I mean just watching Ian obviously we met up uh, with a few buds uh, had some beers watching the games go in and just the atmosphere in there was amazing and and I and I can't remember the last time it's been like that on the last day of the season and it's actually meant something when uh, Brighton scored I mean we all knew what was going to happen but still, when Brighton scored, <laughs> but for eighty-four it was seconds, great. eighty-four seconds, those it, Liverpool it fans in the room, those Liverpool yeah. fans in the room, oh, they were going to be insufferable. Um, and eighty-four seconds of ecstasy is above average, from what I've been told. <laughs> yeah, yeah, miles you're above you're the right. average. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight, wait, miles. eighty seconds above, right? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, God. Chuck, I have to ask not to put you in an awkward position here, but did you have more fun with me at the end of the season last year, or more fun with Ian at the end of the season oh, this year? Don't, you don't have to do choose. This. Nope, you have to choose. Don't and remind—I'd like to remind you before you choose 
that I took you to a specialty mac and cheese only restaurant immediately afterwards. I'm <laughs> just, just putting that out there. It was on a vacation to New York. Yeah, and Ian offered me executive relief, so it's very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not comparing. They were both lovely in their own ways. It's probably New York. It's probably New York. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what could I offer other than asbestos and wanking? Yeah, and either way, I got to. You know, that means over the last two seasons, I've got to enjoy like nine Palace goals across those two games. It's been great. Love an end of season game. Yeah. Oh, how'd your fantasy teams end up? I actually haven't asked you guys this in the chat at all. I don't know. I beat you two. Oh, oh boy. Kind of highlights everything, doesn't it? Yeah, and I actually try, and mine's been so bad. <laughs> I did not try, and I still broke 2,000 points, which was, like, you know, good enough, I guess. Nice. I don't know. Did I finish super far behind you guys, or, like... I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. I won the draft league. I won the Gafferati league, so... Good for you. Fantasy football is bullshit until next year, when all my hopes get raised again for game week one. Yeah, there you give go. it... What, what are we? We're, like... By the time this comes out, I believe we're 86 days away from the Premier League season starting again. Countdown starts now. Countdown starts now, lads. And then, yes, so that means we're about six days before FPL Dentist starts up his spreadsheet. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we do have quite a lot to be getting on with this week, so we're just going to jump right into it. We're going to go through our award ceremony for the end of the year. We did get a lot of nominations from the listeners, so thank you for that. We're going to get our final update on the Predictor League. Big news there. I've updated it and everything. Exciting. Yeah. We have a winner. I did it like two days ago as well, so I've been sitting on it. (sighs) And someone will... It must be very smelly and warm by now. Someone will be awarded a 50 or 51 pound gift card to the club of their choice. Yeah, depends on the rate of exchange at the Bureau de Change. (laughs) And, uh, And I think that'll do it for the whole season, right? That'll wrap it up. Yeah, it's just like those bullshit European finals. We got our Champions League spot. I don't give a shit what happens in the Europa League final. I'm going to see Chelsea tomorrow night, which is very exciting for me. I care more about that than the stupid Europa League final. Yeah, but it's either, you know, the problem is now is that you're at a point where you either lose to Arsenal or your manager gets to win his first trophy. Ugh, I think I'd rather lose to Arsenal. No, no, I lied. Well, okay, so depending on what happens with City, right? Because they're being investigated and they might get banned from the Champions League next year anyway. Many low. So if that if that happens and then we're not the reason Arsenal got in, if they were going to be in anyway, then fuck it. I don't care. Fine, let them have the stupid trophy. But if we can be the reason that Arsenal is kept out, then I'm all in. So vindictive. All right, well, Mr. Super Producer, who is mostly here most of the time, do you want to take it away with our awards? Absolutely. Thanks to everyone for nominating. I'll name check some people later. But um, let's start off with... The worst sentence that's ever been spoken on the pod. Do you gentlemen have any nominations for this? Yes. Yes, I do. Mm. Um, (coughs) Cast your minds back to very early in the season, ladies and gentlemen, sitting at home, where our good friend, Mr. Oscar Puente. Oh, good. Okay. He (laughs) prophesied that um, with a title race going on and Liverpool and Man City competing, that Liverpool Liverpool didn't need to beat Man City. They just needed to beat everyone else. And of course, Liverpool, this year, they lost only one game. <laughs> and to which team did they lose, Oscar? I can't recall. Might have been Man City. Mm. So, as we may find out later on with some other predictions, I feel on that one was absolute 
<laughs> suck it, because I called it. Now, if I might defend myself for a second, I don't think it was the one loss against City that did it as much as the seven draws. Well, no, because they were they were one point behind City. If they beat City, they would have finished two points above them on 100 points. Yeah, well, you know. Actually, more than that, it would have been more a than that because it would have been a, a six point swing. Yeah. So, egg on your face. And that's my nomination for worst sentence ever spoken on the pod. My nomination <laughs> is a certain, shall we say, smarmy eight year old coming on the podcast <laughs> and saying, oh. I'm Finley Stamson, and I did better than a podcaster, and wow. also, uh, blah, blah, blah. Famously, Finley does um, operate a farm in the south of America. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't trying to do a specific accent, just a stupid voice, for the record, because yeah. Mr. Finley Stimson has a stupid little stupid voice, and he deserves to go to military school. Uh-huh. Do you feel like a big man now, Oscar? Big oh yeah, man. big time. <laughs> he's, he's not here to defend himself, so. Fuck me, I hope this predictor league doesn't make you look stupid. <laughs> oh, it probably will. <laughs> but I'm still nominating that for the worst sentence. So maybe we can change that now to Oscar saying the worst sentence was Finley is therefore his worst <laughs> sentence. I don't know. Having a go at an eight-year-old. Yeah. Poor form. Honestly. Nothing's beneath me. Nothing. Clearly. What certainly isn't beneath you is your knowledge of fruits. Um, so, oh, come on. <laughs> well, the problem with this is this happened in episode four, and this was a listener-nominated one, the only one that listeners got in touch with, so it's it's All of through. them. Yeah. All of them nominated <laughs> come on. this. But Give me a break. In case, uh, the thing is, in case, you know, we might have new listeners, who knows? They might not know what the pomegranate references are to, and it's to comments... In episode four, before we sort of technically went on air, it was a little outtake, and it went like that. Speaking of which, Chucky, uh, you comparing your unborn child to sizes of fruit, things like that, is that still happening? Are you at pomegranate yet? Or No, yeah, way past pomegranate. Pomegranate was on the scale. Oh, I figured that would only be for boys. <laughs> Do you get it? Do you, it's a penis shape. <laughs> a pomegranate? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not. It's round. Yeah. I thought you were going because it's full of seeds, but... No. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm picking up a cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> and there's the intro. Thank you. You are just the gift. Now, okay. What happened was... Mm-hmm. Okay, what mm-hmm. happened was I don't know vegetables. <laughs> or fruit. Or fruits. Yeah. Uh, and so I don't know, like, I always confuse cucumber and eggplant, and apparently pomegranate got in there that day, too, and it's kind of all the same. It's all just shit I don't eat. So, you know, that's what that's what the deal is there. And, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, you gotta make mistakes, and you crack a few eggs before you make an omelet or whatever. It's only because Ian cuts his own stupid-ass comments and leaves mine in that makes me the only nominee, apparently, for worst sentence. Super producer, innit? Yeah, there's a lot of shit on the cutting room floor. Now, no one's giving Chuck any shit for claiming that his grandfather invented Twix. <laughs> but I, I make one pomegranate joke. Yeah, but I was drunk. You were sober. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fair that enough. was the drunk episode, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was. And the only other nomination came in from Adam P. who said anything that he said on the episode he guested on. I mean, that boy really hates himself. Wow. 
He really does. I mean, he's, I, I wonder whether he's not taken our human punching bag thing so so much to heart. Are we worried that we're sort of affecting his mental health? I mean, I'll not abide that nomination. I think he did a fantastic job, like jokes aside. Really genuinely came in and like was eloquent and made good points and was intelligent. Right. He's not going to support you in a fight against Finley. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, this is really not on brand, Oscar. Yeah. I mean, he's still a c- for being an Arsenal fan. <laughs> okay. Hey, I got a bleep. <laughs> you got one last week as well. Yeah, a couple, right. I think. I got a few. Yeah, we all got quite a few. So who's the winner, Mr. Simpson? And the winner is... Just opening the envelope. Oh, it's pomegranate, Oscar. It's pomegranate. Of course it's pomegranate. Thank you. Uh. Thank you. I'd like to thank everyone who made this moment possible. Uh, Mom, I love you. Your poor education of fruits and vegetables has really helped your son out in life and provided joy to literally tens of people. Literally some people. Best we can hope for. Right, the next uh, the next award is the listener with the most annoying questions. There are only two nominations for this one. Was the first one that guy who asked if I was going to apologize to Sari? Because, <laughs> no thanks. Oh, that's cut you deep, hasn't it? Fuck that. <clears throat> I'm not, I, I stand by that take. <laughs> that guy who upset you so much. Uh, Dave Matteo. And... Um, Adam P, who again nominated himself. I mean, oh, for God's sake. Jesus Christ, Adam, have some self, self-respect, self man. Yeah, you, know what? you prick. We can't give him this award. No? I think we can't even give him the satisfaction and the honor of winning an award, because that would just make him feel better about himself. So I'm going to go ahead and vote for Dave here. Dave can take it on the chin as well. Yeah. I mean, because it's cushioned by his beard. <laughs> yeah, his big, beardy, beautiful bastard chin. Uh, our next award was... Bit on brand this one. Best socks. Have you got anything for this? I would yes. Yes, I would. As resident socks pert, that's the term for it in the uh community. Um <laughs> I would like to put forward Kyle Walker for his weird holes cut into his socks. Um which apparently is the reason for that is that the regular socks constrict the movement of his bulging calves and help with his performance. Huh. So, so he's got Magnum socks? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I mean, surely he's not the player with the biggest calves in the world. I mean, is he the only one afflicted with this? Well, who knows? I mean, maybe it's a very rare disorder. Maybe it could be named after him, um, of Walker syndrome. That seems, yeah. I can't, I can't believe that he's suddenly some guy with... 30-inch calves that just can't possibly find any socks to fit him. I don't know. Science, in it. Science, yeah. Yeah. Point, yeah. Forgot about science. Well, I must... I guess I'll concede to Chuck, the uh, resident sock expert here, and say, yeah, sure, Kyle Walker sounds good to me. Socksbert. Socksbert. Apologies. Dave Matteo did tweet in um, the France away socks, but they were some awful polka dot numbers. Well, I was not happy about that. Yeah, if anything, those should be the worst socks, not the best socks. But I would put Carl Walker as worse socks. It just they're not even socks, they're just tubes. It's calf warmers. Well they're not like completely like cut apart. No? I've got I've got to admit, guys, it's a very thin category. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have them this year, but Arsenal actually weirdly have some really nice socks when they have like the red and the white and the blue on them. Like I d I don't know if they've had it in years past, but I can't say I keep up to date with all the different teams' socks from year to year. No, Johnny Worthers did say wolves because they're orange, but that sort of 
feels a bit simplistic. Well, I think that's the winner then, yeah. isn't it? Okay, fine. Wolves because yeah. they're orange. Wolves wins because they're so orange. Although when they orange. say they were like old gold or whatever the fuck they mm. call uh, orange, color. vibrant, vibrant piss. <laughs> nice. Okay, wolves, vibrant piss socks. Congratulations. Congratulations to wolves. <laughs> okay, shall we? Shall we go mildly serious now? Let's get into the football. So, um, best transfer. Now, the nominations for this are Batshuayi. Ooh, okay. Mm. Jimenez, Allison, Luca Dean, David Brooks, and Madison. Wow. So, quite it's quite a good range there of, of people and some real, like some real decent impact there. I like Luca Dean as well being in there because he was part of like three Barcelona players that got sold to Everton, I believe. And they, you know, all the Barcelona fans were laughing because they just got rid of all these shit players. And then he just keeps smashing in great goals. And like they needed to replace Baines, didn't they? He was an absolute legend for them. Yeah. And looked like a hobbit. I've been told I look like Leighton Baines. No, he's got long hair. Yeah, yeah. when I had... yeah. Phil Collins, man. Did you forget already? It's Phil Collins. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and the winner is Alison. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I think it's, it's fair to say. Golden glove. Well, and Liverpool overperformed their expected goals allowed by seven, which is the third most in the league. So when that happens, is that usually down to the goalkeeper? It depends. It de- like so numbers tell a story, but then you have to interpret the numbers to actually be like to me. That's the difference between people who actually understand stats and use them well, and people who just read a table of numbers like myself. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So you have to look at it, right? But so like it very much in the case of Tottenham and Liverpool, who also Tottenham also wildly overperformed. You know, you look at their goalkeeping situation and you look at their style of play. That opens itself up to higher risk chances, but they know that that's going to be preventable or not a big deal because they trust their keeper and they trust their defense. So when they press forward, when they bomb forward on counterattacks, they leave themselves open to stuff like that, but they can handle it. Whereas like West Ham overperformed by 10, so the same as Tottenham, and you're like, well, West Ham probably just got lucky or Burnley every other fucking year, (laughs) right? But one of the big sources of like, oh, they overperformed their expected goals allowed is is a strong indicator of a really good goalkeeper. Or a really shit defense. Or a shit defense, yeah. So, I, yeah, I mean, the numbers, to me, as the like resident stats robot person, I would go with Allison for sure. Okay, let's move on to worst transfer. Higuain. So the nominations in this category are... Uh, Higuain. Bright- Higuain, you're getting straight in Higuain. there early. Yeah, Higuain. Higuain, okay. First nomination is Higuain. Yep. Then Brighton's record uh, record transfer, Johan, Johan, Johan Baksh. Who gives a fuck? He plays for Brighton. <laughs> I think it's pronounced Higuain. <laughs> pronounced give a shit. Well, he was a record transfer and 19 appearances, no goals, no assists. Yeah, but it's Brighton, isn't it? It's bad for them, though, even. Isn't shit. It? <laughs> they spent 135 million and then sacked their manager. Ugh. R.I.P. Uh, Jack Saunders nominated all of his are very personal um, Spurs for not doing a transfer (laughs) Um, (laughs) I like that Joe Hart to Burnley oh god he was shit wouldn't he yeah 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 so is that wouldn't that be best transfer because he's making Burnley shit 
Worst transfer because he didn't get them relegated, so he I wasn't mean, even that bad. Transferring from Man City to go and play for a club where he is the third best goalkeeper is very strange. Yeah. Life takes you crazy places. Mm. Like Burnley. <laughs> <laughs> and last of all, the big money move from Mulder to Manchester United, Solskjaer. <laughs> <laughs> And the winner oh, is uh, Solskjaer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> even I can't disagree with that. Oh, yeah, I was I was fully ready to concede Higuain on this one and just give it, but yes. No, that's the answer. Johnny Worthington came in and, and gave us Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, and oh, he's got the worst, the worst win rate of any United manager, like Drew to Huddersfield, lost Huddersfield. to Cardiff. <laughs> I think they had one win out of the last like nine games. Oh, <laughs> so Solskjaer takes worst transfer. Jesus, it could have all been so different. It started so well. Remember those sweet summer days? Yeah, that... of them easy fixtures that Jose would have won as well. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. They finished 31 points behind Liverpool. I'm looking at the table right now. 31. 31 points. Jeez. That's twice as many points as Huddersfield. <laughs> you can fit two Huddersfields between Man United and Liverpool. And that's not geographically and, true. And maybe a Fulham. <laughs> Unbelievable. Just sneak a cheeky Fulham in there. Pop a Fulham in there. Um... <laughs> Oh, I didn't look at this one. This one was um, Worst Dive. Uh, Chuck, have you got the nominations for Worst Dive? Yes, I have the nominations here for Worst Dive of the season. Um, firstly, we have Mohamed Salah versus Leicester. Uh, then we have Mohamed Salah <laughs> versus Crystal Palace. <laughs> then we have Mohamed Salah <laughs> versus <laughs> Chelsea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finally, we have... Mohamed Salah versus Cardiff. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 9.9 that dive, right? You see Tom <laughs> Daly doing that. He's not having a lovely time. I think he might get a clean sweep here. Yeah. I think he might do. The odds are in his favour for sure. Yeah. Who's the winner, Chuck? And the winner is... Hungmin Son versus Leicester <laughs> for his lovely pathetic die. <laughs> because much like Liverpool, Mo Salah still can't win. <laughs> oh dear. There goes our last Liverpool listener. There you go. Bye. Bye, Bye Northwest. Bye. It was lovely to have you. See you next season. Surprised they held out this long. When you still won't win the league. <laughs> oh dear. We don't do well in the North. Maybe because no. we talk shit about it every week. Yeah, I wonder why, yeah. <laughs> you would think that having one-third representation from the North would do well, but it doesn't quite seem to balance that out. So. You'd think so, but weirdly, we noticed something, speaking of listeners, that after your New York rant, we <laughs> genuinely got a spike in listener numbers from New York. Yep. <laughs> hey, you're welcome, and still fuck you, Brooklyn, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You won't be happy until Rhode Island... Peterborough and South London are the only places still listening to us. Yeah, exactly. Niche. And Virginia. We love Virginia. Virginia! And Norway, because I like speaking Norwegian. And Barbados, because we want to do a live show there. 
Still charting in Barbados. Yep. Still charting. Okay, back to the awards. Uh, this award is for the best celebration. So the nominees are Suarez versus Liverpool for celebrating. <laughs> How dare he? How dare he celebrate scoring a goal for his club in one of the most prestigious competitions? I'm no fan of Suarez, but you should celebrate unless you played for a team for like 12 years or something. It's yeah. not a problem. And I mean, that's what to get pissed off at him about. Not biting yeah. people or the racism. <laughs> exactly. Just celebrating against Liverpool. Yeah, celebrate a goal <laughs> in a European competition. What a shocker. Three mm. fucking times that guy has bitten people. Three. Yeah. Three different fucking times. Not once. Not twice. This motherfucker has bitten people in three different occasions. Like, what the fuck is wrong with him? How is he not in jail? Oh, God. One of them was against Chelsea. Fucking bit Branislav Ivanovic should have been sent off and then, like, two minutes later scored the winning goal. Fucking scum. <laughs> Even after Ivanovic showed the referee the bite mark. I know. <laughs> Which would be very easy to match with the dental records. Yeah, the guy who looks like a fucking Pokemon, his teeth are so big. (laughs) But if the referee is saying no to that, he's suggesting that Ivanovic prepared that at home. (laughs) How do you even do... You can't bend that far. No. (laughs) I don't mean he actually bit him. I don't know. Lipstick. Ian, how do dentures work? Could he keep that in his pocket and, like, bite himself with that? I don't know. As the... You know. Annoyingly... That is the best way to do it. So I'll concede that, that dentures would definitely be the best way to do it. Okay. Did he? Did you lend yours to him? Or I, I conceded, Oscar. You don't need to keep going. No. <laughs> <laughs> and besides, Ian uses Fix-A-Dent. <laughs> I, will, I will definitely take a sponsorship deal with Fix-A-Dent. I'm, it's not a problem. Save you a lot of money every year. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They just send a crate of it. It'd be great. How did you manage to turn that round to me? Unbelievable. <laughs> uh, second nomination is uh, Mike Dean's celebration this week in the Tranmere crowd. Big Mike <laughs> Dean. Giving it the fist bumps. You know what was sad, though? I mean, obviously, there's like the one video, but it's just everyone around him stops and sees him and just gets their phone out. Like, your team just got promotion. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah, but it's Mike Dean, though. He's celebrity England's rep. biggest celebrity. He would have loved that. He would have been counting the phones that were on him when he knew exactly what he was doing. He always knows. Oh, he loves it. He definitely went home and touched himself thinking about that. Really. <laughs> um, third nomination is Aubameyang's Black Panther celebration. Nice. And last of all, the entire Liverpool squad celebration when they scored against Huddersfield. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they... Ugh. That was the amount of just sheer relief and passion and everything on that. That was that was pretty impressive, like looking through everything. And you could really tell how much it meant, the fact that they were pushing and pushing and pushing. Yeah, and, and obviously it all worked out great because they went on to score 97 points in the table, third most of all time. So, you know, all's well that ends well. Success. And the winner is... The entire Liverpool squad against Huddersfield. (laughs) Yay! That definitely gets my vote because it made me the happiest of all those, despite my love of Marvel. Uh, Moving on, we've got to go with worst celebration. So, worst celebration nominations are Man City's celebration for their non-goal in the Champions League quarterfinal (laughs) against Spurs. Come on, VAR. One for Jack Saunders there. Uh, Noel Gallagher's self-congratulatory wankfest in the Man City dressing room after their <laughs> winning of the Premier League. Yeah, don't care for it. No, me nope. either. And I'm a big Noel Gallagher fan, but seriously. Yeah. 
and the entire Liverpool squad against Huddersfield. Because it was against fucking Huddersfield. Huddersfield. Just ridiculous. Huddersfield. Huddersfield. So the winner is... And the winner is... The entire Liverpool squad for <laughs> celebrating against Huddersfield. It was Huddersfield. Huddersfield. And you still didn't win the league. Just went absolutely <laughs> mental. It was just... Uh... Oh, 97 points. <laughs> and they were seven points clear. We haven't done this enough. Like, everyone says about things being Spursy and St. Totteringham's Day and this kind of stuff. I'm sorry, but Liverpool bottled it. They were seven points clear. In December. In January, yeah. In January, sorry. In January, seven points clear. Counterpoint, Man City won 14 games in a row. Were any of those against Huddersfield? I assume so. Probably. Okay. Everyone won against Huddersfield. Everyone else beat them, yeah. <laughs> Huddersfield had 28 losses. Huddersfield. Huddersfield had 28 losses. Huddersfield. And Liverpool were celebrating like they won the league, <laughs> except... They didn't win the league. <laughs> oh, God. God. Liverpool fans, it's not always like this, Liverpool fans, but it will be like this when you don't win the league, sorry. Yeah, yeah. It, it's usually like this against Arsenal fans or against myself and Chelsea or Tottenham or Man United or really anybody that we can piss off and make fun of at all, any and all times. This week you're going to have to take your medicine. Yeah. <laughs> Any Liverpool fans are not listening to football podcasts this week. They're just crying themselves that's, to sleep. That's probably true. Actually, we got free reign this week. Yeah, they they got they want nothing to do with if any sort of coverage. If we have any downloads in the northwest, it's going to be Man United fans, and that's very <laughs> sad because they finished sixth. Yes, and were much, 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 much more embarrassing and shit. Much, many. Nice of Solskjaer to give uh, Cardiff a result, though, wasn't it? Yeah, that was good of him. It's good that finally you got a win for Cardiff. <laughs> yeah, and Manchester United couldn't even beat Huddersfield. No, quite. Huddersfield. Yeah. Did you hear that um, uh, Neil Warnock's staying on with Cardiff and hoping to get him back in? Yeah, but he didn't he also say there's not a chance yeah. in hell that he'd manage in the Premier League? Yep. I don't know whether he's finally realised that he's a championship specialist and he'll get promoted and then just let someone else do it. Yeah. And then just when they get relegated again, just jump on board again. Maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll jump ship to Huddersfield. <laughs> you love talking about Huddersfield, don't you? Mostly just like the way that we say the name. He's a Huddersfield fan, I think. Yeah, might be. I think he is. Who? I thought we were talking about Oscar. Warnock. Oh, Warnock, is he? <laughs> is he Bring him up. Uddersfield. Yeah, he could come from Uddersfield. Oh, that's a terrible accent. I'm, I'm not. That <laughs> you better leave that shit in. Nope. Next category. Next. Next category is goal of the season. Townsend. Nominees are Townsend. Townsend versus City. Townsend. Sun versus Chelsea. Nope. Townsend. <laughs> nope. I don't like this heckling from the sidelines. Company versus Leicester. Yeah, right. Or Ramsey versus Fulham. That one. No, it's Townsend versus C. Ah, that Ramsey goal was pretty fucking ridiculous. Uh, yeah, but he's gone, so it doesn't matter. It's, he's going to play for Juventus. It's just Arsenal. It was against Fulham. Like, pff, anyone could do that against Fulham. I mean, as much as it pains me to say anything nice about Arsenal, that was a ridiculous goal. They kept it up in the air for so long. Against Fulham. Yeah, but it's it's almost nothing to do with the fact that it's against Fulham, though. It's just a... Yeah, like, that's hard to pull off against a bunch I of mean, cones, it, it, which it is, is essentially what Fulham's defense is. Fulham, because Fulham conceded more goals than Huddersfield this year. 
<laughs> Say it, Oscar. Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. So don't talk to me about impressive goals versus Fulham. Yeah, Fulham conceded more goals than anyone except Liverpool or City scored. So they conceded 81 goals. Shit me, did yeah. they? Yeah, you can't give yeah. the goal of a season award to someone who's playing against that fucking defence. Fine. I'll allow it as long as we don't give it to Sun, because that goal never happened. I don't acknowledge it. Um, pretty sure we spoke about it quite a bit nope. on the pod. It was amidst, nope. I believe it was amidst one of nope. your many Alonso rants. Nope. I don't and, remember that. Uh, with Jorginho not never being happened. able to defend. And something about David nope. Luiz getting mugged off as well. Nope. We'll take this to the listeners. And the winner is... Townsend versus City. Of course it is, Gary Lineker, you prick. And why is that? Why is that? Because they did the goal of the season award where everyone had to vote in. I think maybe some people had to pay if they voted by phone. I don't know. And then they took... What they did was they took the top three of the popular vote, which was Aaron Ramsey with 17%, Vincent Company with 28%, and Andros Townsend with 29%. Then they just threw it to Shearer and right. And so if Shearer and Wright couldn't decide on who it was, Lineker got the tiebreaker. So Ian Wright went Townsend, Shearer went company, literally just because of the game it was in, and then Lineker vetoed it. And this is bullshit, and I hate them all, and it's Andrews Townsend, it's the best goal. They don't know much about scoring goals, do they, Lineker, Shearer and Wright? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's Andrews Townsend. If anyone says about the narrative... Like, it's against the best team, the team that's won the league two seasons in a row with a combined, an average points total of 99 points. An absolute screamer in the top corner to be the only game that they lose at their home stadium all year. It's Andros fucking Townsend. Yeah, I'm in. I think, objectively, I think it is, it is the best goal. Suns versus Chelsea. Nope. Was great. Nope. No, I know you're vetoing immediately. Nope. Fine. Company versus Leicester was also great and important. But there's a brilliant... I love like the fact that you can basically see Sterling tell him no as he goes to do it. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a video of Aguero afterwards, like when they're, you know, they're all coming on the pitch and shaking hands. And, he, and yeah. Aguero says to him, and it's on camera, he just goes, I was shouting, no, Vinny, no! <laughs> and you see, because you see company looks like he's going to shoot and kind of thinks, oh, I can get another couple of yards here, takes a touch and then bangs it. It is telling that all the ones that we always vote for as best goals are usually horrible decisions with incredibly low XG. Like, it's true. Yeah. It's those one in a million hit and hit them and hope shots, and then they go in, and we're like, "Oh, brilliant!" And it's like, oh, "Well, no, they just got lucky that time." Like they take ninety of those. But sometimes techniques got. I mean, Townsend's technique looked bang on. To be fair, even companies did. You know, it's it's when like Rooney does a bicycle kick that he sort of shin rollers and stuff like that that you go, "Well, that shouldn't necessarily be goal of the season," you know? Yeah, but it's Townsend. Technique on Townsend was was fine. Uh, Johnny Worth has come in while we're recording with a late one for goal and celebration of Lorente when he scored off his hip and then went fucking mental. <laughs> yeah, it's not happening. Lorente is not winning anything. Although, although here's one I heard, which is ridiculous. If Tottenham win the Champions League, Lorente will become the third player ever to win the World Cup, the Euros, and the Champions League. 
He's got some sort of voodoo. Do you know who the other two are? Um, yes, the other two, Fernando Torres um, and Juan Mata. Hey, Chelsea, Chelsea, Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, so all Spanish, obviously. And both better than him. Yes, massively. Even even like shit Torres at Chelsea is a million miles better than Lorente. He got the foul that was the corner, or he... Uh, next category. Yeah. Next category. <laughs> Before we start going on a fucking Champions League 2012 bullshit. May 19, 2012. Uh, fuck off. Next. <laughs> okay, the next award is the Neil Warnock stroke Colin Warlock Award. Uh, this is for something that we would like to see the end of in football. Kicked out of Burnley. football. Oscar, Oscar talking about the Champions League when Chelsea won it. <laughs> uh, can I nominate Burnley? Can we? They just don't. Can I Thanos snap them out of existence? Bye, Burnley. Um, Robbie Savage and his punditry and everything connected with him. Uh, Pep's grey cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of hatred for that. He's, he's quite stylish. I don't know. Did you see him immediately throw it away as soon as Glenn Murray scored? Yeah, it was slowing him down. Is it a superstition thing? I don't know. It reminds me of like that fat Argentina manager in the World Cup who, like, when Argentina were about to go out, like, took off his jacket and threw it down, and he was wearing like this vacuum-packed T-shirt. Nice. I don't know about these other things, but I can tell you one thing that I want to see fucking gone from football, and I'm sick of it. Stupid kids with fucking signs that say, oh, can I have your shirt, please? <laughs> like, this, why all of a sudden has it become this, you know what it is? It's entitled millennial bullshit that they feel like they should get this. You haven't earned that shirt. You haven't got it. You don't, n- nothing. Let your parents let you come in with some crudely made sign. And it's made sign. And especially, especially because it's happened with fucking Brighton, because of course it would be Brighton, that Brighton fans were asking for Chelsea players' shirts. And it's just, oh, fuck no. off with your signs. And that is what, out of football, out of football forever. No. Yes, gone. I don't like that at all. I'm room 101 in that shit. Yeah, that is no good. No. Do you uh, do you let Finley bring signs to try to get the Peterborough jerseys when you guys go see the matches? or? No, because I can just see the players out in the car park if I want to. <laughs> And the last nomination was racism. No, there's no, there's no. Mo- oh, yeah. So if you said anything else like Burnley or kids with signs, you're a massive racist. So that works. Um, Sorry, guys. I'm gonna go with racism. Oh no, no, too late. The winner is racism. Chuck and Oscar are. Ah, uh, I stand by my take. It's Burnley. <laughs> Call me Mister Double Down because it's Burnley. I like it. You're sticking to your guns. Oh yeah. Cool. Racism stroke Burnley win that award then. Um, <laughs> and last of all, the Cavalcade of Cattery Award. Cavalcade of Cattery. Yeah, we set a record for bleeps in the last episode and uh, I don't know, we might break it now, but um, the Cavalcade of Cattery Award nominations. Those are too close together. He's just going to be one long bleep. You want to spread them out, so you want it to be like This is going to take me so long. No, just do really quick fire bleeps over that. It's fine. <laughs> you just go like a Morse code. Or like an air horn. He could just be like. Right. Yes. We both did it. Anyway, the Chelsea fans who monkey gestured at Sterling. Yeah. 
Now, this is personal to Jack Saunders. Again, all of his nominations were very personal, but Aubameyang apparently having his Black Panther mask down his shorts for the Spurs game, but then missing the penalty. Apparently, that makes him a c- <laughs> And then putting it on his face the next week. Mm, yeah. I hope you watched it. Mucky c- <laughs> And Warnock's press conference Brexit bullshit. Oh. Xenophobic <laughs> c- <laughs> Very much so. <laughs> Boomer, baby boomer, having a lovely time. You got any extras? I got one. Yeah, our truck. Go ahead. Well, I wanted to say because you know, after the World Cup, we were all very big on the England players, but I'm I'm putting Jordan Pickford in there as as my cavalcade of because I don't know. I just think he's a bit of a prick. Um, All this (laughs) get the rave on, get the rave on. Then you know he gives it the big end to like Newcastle fans because he's from Sunderland. Bad fucking Mackham. And then I believe they lost that game. Um, thinks he's really great and arrogant. Arrogant. Um, spills that ridiculous ball for Divock Origi just to head in off the line. Papa Dom hands. Um, <laughs> Papa you know, Dom hands. I've never heard that one. Papa Dom hands. That's brilliant. Yeah, because like if you hit it, it's just cracking off. Um, so yeah, Jordan Pickford because he dined out on the on the World Cup and thinks he's all that, but he ain't all that and a bag of potato chips. Well, I have one. It's a... So, so, you know, you were just talking about someone being a prick and being arrogant and not knowing what they're talking about and just ruining the fun for everybody. Um, And so along those same lines, I would like to nominate Mr. Chuck Bailey. I don't like that, no. (laughs) For ruining my well-constructed draft game where we each got a team from the top six... And that would have been interesting all season long. Two teams from the top six, in theory. Yeah. Yes, yes. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah. So so I got one team from the top six. You got two teams from the top six. Ian got three teams from the top six. And I beat you. So who's the c- Who's the c- there, Oscar? Well, you had a better starting position than me. You had better teams than me. <laughs> and I still beat you there's different types of in the world chuck and i might be a stupid but you're an arrogant and so it all works out you prick i can't believe you ruined that fucking game that could have been interesting all season long and instead we just gave it to ian on a plate Uh, he's been sat on that resentment for all season (laughs) and that concludes our end of season award ceremony Thanks to Dave Mateo, Johnny Worthers, Jack Saunders, Carmen, uh, who else? Raf, James Doncaster. Thanks, everyone, for all your nominations. You've made this season much more fun than just three people talking. Uh, literally three people literally talking. Literally three people talking. Let's play them out with a song to all the winners. I paid my dues time after time. You're doing a victory song for all the winners. No, for myself. I got worse sentence. <laughs> oh. I had no idea what was going on. You have done your sentence. You definitely committed a crime. Not knowing what a fucking pomegranate is. Is horrendous. But you didn't win anything, anything, anything at all. Because you... You are a shit bird, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Anyway. <laughs> That's enough of that. That's enough of that. Uh, at the start of the season, us three made some predictions about how this season would go. So we sent those to... Oh, yeah. Do you remember that, Chuck? Um, it was yeah. about 40 episodes ago. It was a long time ago. So we all nominated who we thought would win the Golden Boot. Uh, which team would have the most clean sheets? Uh, the total goals in the whole Premier League, the total number of cards in the whole Premier League, and who would win the Champions League. Oh. Now, we... <laughs> don't worry about that. None of us got that one, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we sent them to Dave, and Dave like collated that in a little spreadsheet and dished out points as well. Ooh. So we've got quantifiable statistics on who had the best predictions. Now, the way he's done it is that the Golden Boot, he's basically, it's like the Predictor League in that low scores are better. With the Golden Boot, he gives a point for each goal your selection was away from winning the Golden Boot. Okay, I like this. So it doesn't matter that there was a three-way split for the Golden Boot. If we selected someone who was a goal away, then that's a point and you don't want points. Uh, Same for clean sheets. One point for each clean sheet less than the team that got the most clean sheets. Then for goals and cards, he uh, basically for every 100 that you are out, he gave you a point. Right. And then Champions League, it was one point for every stage you were away. So if you picked Man City, there'd be a quarter finalist, you got three points. It's almost like Dave should work in stats. Statistics, yeah. And also, um, Dave did his own predictions at the start of the league and so did Johnny Werther's and Dave has included those. Did they? In. Yeah, they did. I didn't even know about that. but Because we said to people, just send them to Dave, and I think Johnny was the only oh, one who yes, did. Oh, yes, we did. <laughs> yeah, because we, we hoped he'd get bombed with people. I completely forgot about that. We and the only did, person that did we? it was Johnny Werther's, because he was basically the only one who was listening. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Uh, right. So, Golden Boot. Can you remember who you went for, Chuck? Oh, I can guess who Chuck went for. <laughs> what? Townsend? No. No, fucking Metro, I bet. <laughs> Did Mitro. I put Metro? No, you didn't. You were sensible. Oh. 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 No, I genuinely can't remember. I I, I, I thought I put Metro or maybe Aguero. You put Aubameyang. Zero Ooh, points. Cash back. Wow. With a brace on the last day. Yeah, indeed. I put Aubameyang. Zero points. Oh, this is good. We're oh, all going to fuck fucking God damn it. Did I go for Aguero? I probably went for Aguero, I think. No. Oh, I didn't. Oh. No. Oh, God. What did I do? <laughs> this is going to be horrible. I don't know. I know right now. Okay, you don't even need to say He put Higuain. He put Higuain. Harry Kane. Ah, <laughs> what kind of stupid ass prediction is that? Brick, 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 brick. I'm getting my digs in early. Oh, God. And then I proceeded to spend all season talking shit about him. Yeah. yeah. Well, in the injury, I mean, you know, what can you do? All right. Well, so what's that, like 15 points? I don't know. I don't know how many points. I've only got totals. Um, uh, Dave himself went Aguero. Johnny Werther's went Salah. Okay. So nothing too out of left field. Just just Oscar with Harry Kane, then. Who, for the record, got 17 despite being shit all year. Uh, so I'm only off by five there. But, I mean, Ian, how many were you off? Oh, zero, mate. Zero. Um, what about yourself? I think I was... Yeah. Uh, zero. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Five mm-hmm. zeros. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Uh, clean sheets. I went Liverpool. Correct Ooh, answer. Very good. Chuck, any ideas who you went? Uh, Man City. You did go Man City. Ah, uh, so I was off by one, I think. Oscar. Um, I'm sensing a trend here. Tottenham. And I'm going to go ahead and say that I went for I don't fucking know Fulham probably. Huddersfield. <laughs> Manchester United. Oh God. Oh. <laughs> Why am I so bad at predictions? They get the same number of clean sheets as Palace. No less. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Guys, why am I so bad at predictions? (laughs) What is happening? Didn't they get, like, seven? Seven clean sheets? I don't don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, I'm supposed to be the numbers guy. What the fuck? Yeah. Man United, Man United got seven clean sheets, mm-hmm. the same as Watford, mm-hmm. West Ham, mm-hmm. Southampton, <laughs> and Brighton. The only teams they got more clean oh, sheets than were Huddersfield and Fulham. That's it. You had That's just Burnley and that. Arsenal on eight, Leicester, Wolves, and oh, Cardiff God. on nine, Newcastle and Bournemouth on ten. Palace on 12. I mean, feel, feel slightly better. Dave Dave went for Arsenal. How many did Arsenal get, Chuck? Eight. Eight. Um, and Johnny Werther's went Man City as well, so it was not far away. Good boy. Right, league goals. League goals. Now, the actual number was pretty high. so It was, it was um, a record, I know that, right? It was like almost 1,100? Yeah, it was 1,072. Yeah. So how many is that a game? Well, I don't know. A few weeks ago, we were looking at two point eight one a game. I don't know if that's changed. It's probably, probably not. Up based I don't know. On it's probably other. not a lot more than that. But that's Jesus, nearly three goals a game. That's mental. I think it literally it broke the record. I remember seeing tweets about that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that it, it broke the previous record. Oh, don't pretend like you know things now. So yeah, fuck <laughs> off. I'm good at analysis, not at prediction. All so right. yeah, a lot of goals, and I was the worst on this one. I went nine hundred and fifty. Ooh. Yeah, so that was quite a long way out. Chuck, you went 1,066. You were only Ooh. six goals out. Wow. Uh, Oscar, you were 1,040. Not too bad. Uh, Dave, Dave Stateo went uh, 983, and Johnny Werthers went 1,120. So by far the worst there was me with 950. Six away. Yeah, that's pretty, like... That should be a bonus point taken off, I think. That was so close. Total league cards. I mean, Big Mike Dean must have had like about 50. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You could, you could tell me anything from 57 to 983, and I would be like, yeah, sure, that sounds about right. I have no <laughs> fucking clue what this number is going to be right now. You guessed pretty well. It The, the number was 1,269. Jesus Christ. Ooh. And you guessed 1,300. There you go. And Chuck, you guessed 1,300. What? You both guessed the exact same, and you weren't far away. You were 31 away. I guessed uh, 1,200. Ah, so that's still pretty close as well. Yeah, we all guessed similar. Dave Dave guessed 1,157. Um, and this is where Johnny Worth has lost the game, because he guessed 453. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so he thought everyone was going to be very saintly this season. Oh, I feel better about my, my Man United take on this one. <laughs> Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks that, for that. That was definitely the yeah. worst. I think I just went three cards a game and then round it up. 
I probably just looked up like what the last five seasons were and then did an average of those, something like that. Yeah. Well, none of us were a million miles away apart from Johnny. Um, and then Champions League, who did we think would win it? Well, I listened in my arrogance, evidently, as the arrogant c- to one of our old episodes where I said Juventus, so I think it's Juventus that I went for. You did indeed. Oh, fuck. Sorry about that. Uh, Oscar, who do you think you went for? Knowing me, I probably fucking said Burnley or something. <laughs> Come on. I don't know, Bayern Munich or Barcelona. Barcelona. Some generic, yeah, some generic answer like that. Yeah. I went Man City, so not good for me. Ooh. Dave went for Bayern Munich, and Johnny went for Juventus, and none of us even got finalists. So, total scores... The lowest is Johnny Werther's because he thought no one was ever going to get booked. He's a nice guy, though, so maybe he thought for once he's just looking to see the good in people. Yeah, he thinks the best of everyone. But he scored the highest with 21.64. How do you get points? Hang on, hang on. Hang on a minute. How do you get 0.64? Oh, so, yeah, for every 100, I think, like, Dave actually drilled down. And when I said every 100 was a point, he actually divided. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, he's back on. He's back in then. So, yeah, Johnny was last, 21.64. Our very own Oscar was next with 20.63. Not last, not last, not last. You're only one point off of 400 cards, guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dave was next with 19.01. Oh, Stimson. Then there's a bit of a jump to... Me with 4.91, which means, Chuck, you win with 4.37. Ooh, wow. that is tight. Yeah, Not much yeah, in it between yeah. the three of us. Really, we're all very good at this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If by three of us, you mean me and Ian. <laughs> by the non-traditional way of three, meaning The two. way of numericals. <laughs> Champion! Yes, I am the best at predictions. Oscar, oh, suck it. It was the goals that won it for you there, Chuck. You got so close. Within six Six. goals. I blame Palace. If Palace had just done a normal, boring 1-1, and I'd have been spot on. If I'd have been spot on, I should have just won everything forever. Yeah, I think we'd have given you that. (laughs) As long as you didn't say anything stupid like Kane getting the golden boot. Yeah, or David De Gea winning the golden glove. Yeah. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) I got nothing. (laughs) But thanks to Dave for collating that spreadsheet, making up a point system. We didn't ask him to do any of that. <laughs> he really came no. through there with um, a good little way of judging just how bad our predictions were. Yeah, I like that he did that as well because I just assumed like when we just got the predictions back, we'd just kind of go, yeah, this person won. <laughs> sort of muddle <laughs> like, through it. And he actually assigned the metrics and stuff, but... Ah, oh, nice. No, we'll do that. We'll do that again next year. And um, please, guys, get involved and uh, send your suggestions to Dave Mateo. <laughs> we'll, we'll sort this out again pre-season. Yeah. So the thing we're all waiting for, though, Chuck, is the final standings in the Miles Offside Predictor League. It's time for the Predictor League League with predictions where we decided at the start of the season where all of the teams went then. Then I didn't update it for ages and played it off like I wanted to build suspense so we could find out who won a 50 or 51 pound gift card and if Oscar got beaten by an eight year old. I fucking hope he did after that. 
earlier, sideswipe at Finley. <laughs> or Chuck, or Chuck, because he was right in that conversation. The second half of that sentence was only two points away, exactly. I haven't looked at this as well, I've got no clue. Yeah, I'm quite glad if you guys haven't looked at this. No, no, I haven't. I don't love to look at that one. So what? where do we want to start, gents? Do we want to start bottom? Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah, let's start at the bottom. Okay, well, funnily enough, bottom kind of ties into our positions. <laughs> yes. Oscar, mm-hmm. 22nd place with 62 points. And on 60 points in 21st place... It's Finley Stimson. God damn it. Yes. Uh, I just wanted him to finish ahead of you. Trash talked. Well, no, I finished 10 points ahead of you. Uh, so we'll go up through the league um, with Johnny Worthington just above Finley there. Then it's me on 52 points. So just above the relegation. Getting relegated in the 92-93 season if we cut from 22 down to 20 teams. <laughs> uh, so not that good. Um <laughs> So that takes us to me. Then we have Josh Reynolds in uh, 18th. Then James Doncaster, uh, who was like at the top at one point. I was going to say, he's had a bit of a fall. Yep. Then we've got Chris Kay, Joe Bloom, Jack, Carmen, Heath, Emily, Pad Fall, Nat Thorne, the guys at CPFC HQ, Nicola in 7th. We go up to Jordan in 6th. Now, with top 5... This is where it gets quite interesting because tied on fourth place. Now, he's tweeted us several times that he actually has taken his answers and worked out his score every week. <laughs> but Mr. Raphael Briand is in fourth, tied with Dave Matteo, resident statistician. Okay. Now, Ian's starting to sit slightly forward in his chair here. I am a little bit, yeah. Now, Oscar, you're a big advocate of Root for Chaos, aren't you? I sure am. And you always want the most chaotic outcome and, and what could possibly happen. Mm-hmm. Because we have a tie in second Ooh. and a clear winner. Oh. Sadly, Ian, the clear winner is you. <laughs> yes! No! <laughs> Are you fucking out of here? Ian Stimson, 24 points at the top of the Predictor League. After Amazing. 38 game season. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, I'm so happy. So, yes, Ian has won. Um, obviously predicted before any games have happened. I mean, you got top six nailed apart from Tottenham and Man United in the wrong spots. Right. Um, then you've got Everton and Wolves that you've just got the wrong spots. Yeah, I predicted Wolves high. Yeah. Yeah. Then you've nailed Leicester, West Ham. Five places off for Southampton. Um, that's your that's your biggest loss, basically. Um, you had Palace in 12th. You had Burnley, two off. Newcastle, one off. Watford, four off. Bournemouth, two off. Brighton nailed on. And then you had the relegation spot sorted, but you just had... You needed to bump Cardiff up into 18th. Right. Now, there's a lesson here. The lesson is nobody should ever bet because what I did when I did the Predictor League was I went through the bookies' odds of who was going to win the Premier League outright, and I did the table like that. Oh, you cheater. (laughs) And I have finished top out of 22 people by just doing it on bookies odds. You, well, that's just ruined. Now we do have to find a new game for next year, you prick. (laughs) Well, now I'm glad that you can't win. Um, And what is funny, so like I said, is that obviously listeners... And there will be 
two of you who will obviously be listening and know that your names haven't been called out yet. But as we had a tie, in the event of a tie, the person who entered first gets it. I can't believe it's come down to who entered first. I know. I'm so glad. Um, so we have John OG and Adam P on 28 points. But as we have said many times, Adam, <laughs> resident punching bag, that you cheated by entering about five weeks later. Uh, so congratulations. Uh, <laughs> I know, Oscar, you'll love this. He's our so Liverpool. <laughs> he's Liverpool. Congratulations to John OG, uh, uh, who, who entered, but he entered two people before Adam P. <laughs> so it was so close. John OG was the 20th entrant, Adam P. the 22nd. Oh, man. So Adam is somehow Arsenal and Liverpool at the same time, and that is the most delightful thing. Adam won an award today. You won an award. No, I didn't. won an award. No, he didn't. We specifically didn't give him any awards. Did he not win worst? Yeah, he won the most annoying listener. Oh, yeah. Did he? You won. You won being awful at saying things. Ian won the actual game we've been playing for the whole season, and I guess goals. There we go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say that the person with the most annoying questions, the winner, was that other guy asking about sorry. Because like, we can't. We can't in <laughs> good conscience go. give it to Adam. Oscar, let it go, man. All right, fine. And that's it. That was that. We don't have fixtures. Not that I ever remember to analyse the fixtures. Anyway. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we always just wing it with the fixtures anyway. But thank you to everyone that's listened this season. Thank you to everyone that's interacted with us. We are planning to stick around over summer. Uh, we're going to wrap up Game of Thrones next week, which could be very interesting because I think we have conflicting views on how Game of Thrones has been going. Needs more boobs. But we're going to be putting out stuff over the summer, be it um, food-based stuff, nerd-based stuff, women's World Cup-based stuff. We'll be putting things out. So stick with us and uh, we'll... Wank each other off. I don't know. Well, look, we'll do that if we run out of ideas. But Okay. Yeah, okay, We'll good. We'll car park that for the minute. Yeah. So thank you to all of our uh, Patreons. Uh, Carmen, James Doncaster, John O'Gorman... Never heard of him. Owe him money now, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Worthington, uh, Pat Butner, P-Buds, and Sam Danby. And speaking of uh, Patrick Butner, uh, that is one third of the Nerdy Nerd Chronicles, which Woo-hoo. is Oscar's new podcast on the Miles Offside Podcast Network. Network. Synergy. Connectitude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We will be having plenty of content all summer long. Summer is the height of nerd season with all the movies and the shows and the trailers and the whatnots. So, yeah, do check that feed out. It helps because most nerds can't go outside for fear of getting burnt by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's why they put all the content then. Uh, we have been getting super into Thrones. As soon as we're done recording, I'm going to go edit our recent episode about the dragon episode. Uh, no spoilers, so I won't say more than that, but there were dragon me there. So do check out the Nerd Nerd. Good stuff. Yes, yeah, so definitely make sure for all your nerdy fixings, you follow, like, subscribe to the Nerdy Nerd Chronicles. Get it dropped in alongside your Miles Offside podcast feed. Give them a review. Give us a review. Yeah, we have. we actually rank in the US. We have enough ratings and reviews to, like, show up, which 
if you're one of our Miles Offside listeners in Virginia, please help us catch up to Nerdy Nerd, our offshoot podcast with about a tenth of the listeners, but <laughs> more of the reviews. So get on it. Yeah, please do. Please review us. Get more people involved. Um, like we said, we'll be doing a few episodes here or there uh, across for Miles Offside over the summer. Um, but thank you all for a first season of loveliness and specifically thank you to you two because it's been bloody lovely we spoke about doing this for about four years <laughs> and finally just one day just went should we just fucking do it and we went all right turns out just fucking doing it is the best way well this is it it's been a genuine delight with you two gentlemen i'm honored to be on a podcast with two such asshole intelligent funny asshole individuals Mm, two assholes there. Yeah, fine. Mm, one for each of you. <laughs> we do. We do have one each. And you can decide which one's intelligent and which one's funny. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's not Oscar for either. Um, <clears throat> pomegranate. Um, yes. So yeah. thank you very much, guys. Uh, enjoy your summer. We'll be in your earballs every so often. For the last time, I guess, of this season, even though we'll probably be back next week. Goodbye from Ian. Goodbye. And goodbye from Oscar. Love you guys. And goodbye from me. Thank you very much. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.